a moment or two to the angry young man With his foot in his mouth and his heart in his hand He's been stabbing the back, he's been misunderstood It's a comfort to know his intentions are good And he sits in a room with a lock on the door With his maps and his medals laid out on the floor And he likes to be known as the angry young man Hey everybody and welcome back to, uh, to episode 53 of Not All Bad, where every cloud has a silver lining, but that doesn't mean you can't complain about it. I am your host, Zach Andrews. And this is Paul Messman. Uh, so Paul and I are going to uh, rant about uh, something that's pissed us off lately, um, and that's kind of what this whole show is about, and uh, I'm sure you'll follow along and find out the structure of the show. And I'm sure that uh, fairly soon, and I don't really necessarily want to get into it, but fairly soon a lot of people are going to uh, be pissed off one way or the other <laughs> um, because tonight is election night in Oh, America. it sure is. And and you can bet your bottom dollar that we're going to be falling along. This is going to be a five-hour-long podcast where we're just going to uh, react live to all of the, the polls coming back in. And, and so, you know, when this releases next Monday, if you want to relive election night, as I'm sure all of you would love to, uh, just yep. listen, listen to this show, uh, where you can get the best in-depth analysis anywhere. Uh, C- <laughs> CNN and MSNBC—they've tried to poach us. Uh, we told them that we need to stay independent for the fans uh, because you—we know that you guys come here for for our p- political opinions, unbiased <laughs> news, and we can't be bought. Okay, we can't be bought. We're independent. We keep it that way. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. We're gonna—we have a lot to discuss today. Um, and uh, related to the election. And the first thing I'd like to bring up about it is um, why haven't we uh, as a nation collectively banned daylight savings time? Because that was, you know, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, that we, we changed it a few days ago. I mean, we, we reentered or left. I don't even know the correct parlance, but we, we are no longer, or we are currently in daylight savings time. It's the one where you gain an hour of sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck it. So, 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 to, so I actually want, so that we make sure that we're communicating clearly and on the same page, are you, so daylight savings time is what we were in and now we have left daylight savings time. So are you, are you of the opinion that you wish that we hadn't shifted like just now and that we still had more daylight in yes. the evening? We should be in daylight savings time all the time. Okay, good. It should be the summer schedule permanently. Okay, good. I'm glad that we're on the same... I agree with you, and I was about... You know, this was probably going to be the biggest disagreement in our show's history if you uh, yeah, went yeah. the other way. I am tired of morning people dictating the way this world runs. It is oppressive. It's fascistic. I just... I I find it offensive. Fascistic. <laughs> that's not a word. It's please, please no please no one uh, look up if that's a word. But um, anyways, <laughs> I I am so bothered and offended by the fact that people literally want it to like it, it was dark by the time I got home today. I left work at five thirty. By the yeah. time I got home, not only had the sun set, it was dark. I was like, is it time for bed? No, it's, it's depressing. And you know what? I, I've actually read arguments from the other direction. And the, the strongest argument for us shifting the clock this way is that people are sad that it's dark at 6.30 or 7 a.m. Who cares? When I wake up that early, I'm thrilled if it's dark. That means I've actually woken up <laughs> early. 
I, I don't know. I why do we let the morning people control our lives? That's that's the biggest conspiracy there is in America that morning people want to make us have to wake up early in order to even see the sun. It's depressing. It's authoritarian. I just I, I've ha- I've had it up to here, Zach. I so look. I get up in the morning early, and and I'm one of those assholes who likes to work out and run in the morning. And so I appreciate the daylight in the morning. And I also appreciate the extra hour of sleep that daylight savings time, leaving daylight savings time gets. And I will sacrifice all of that. And like my left leg, if it means that we no longer have to do this fucking bullshit every like year in and year out, I, I would, I would, I mean, I would totally sacrifice every benefit that we get from this transition. If it meant we could just stick with a later daylight, uh, in the evening, I, it's ridiculous. It's and I've actually talked at length about this on a rant before, so I don't have more to say to than the last time I brought it up. But it is it is bullshit, and, yeah, I, and I hate it, and I, it's not fair. It's just so frustrating. It's like I can't even plan to do anything outside after work anymore. That that just seems oppressive to me. You know, right? It's just if it's dark by the time you get home, that is it's a it's a dark world to live in, both literally and figuratively. I just I can't stand it. Sorry, we... I, well, if you, sorry I, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> what, what, what's up, Zach? Well, I mean, I, I would love to talk about it all day, but I've already effectively done so on a previous episode a long time okay. ago, so I, I don't have too much more to say. I will say, yeah, I've, I've, I've actually got a few things that I'd like to uh, to bring up about dating apps, if we can, if we have time for oh, a quick little hint. I, 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 I think we do. Let's do it. So I've been I've been back in the game. We've talked about this the past couple of weeks, but I've I've been hitting it hard in the last week or two for really no particular reason, um, and it's gone nowhere, obviously, which is fine. But and it never has, as a matter of fact, which is fine. And I'm also trying to stay as as far away from like relying on these for attention as much as possible. Like I don't want to backslide into the point where I'm always just checking them or concerned about them. Like I'm just kind of on. I just peruse every now and then, which is healthy, and. Uh, I think we've talked about this before, but it's so annoying when somebody's bio says, I'm just looking for friends. <laughs> like, like, okay, loser. Yeah. Is this the only way that you have to make for Like, <laughs> come on. Surely you have a job. I mean, I know that's not the best place to make friends, but maybe you can meet one individual that you don't hate at your job. Like, if you have zero friends at all, that's, I would not resort to dating apps for an effective oh, way yeah. to do that. That seems like a really hazardous slippery slope the only alternative of course <laughs> well not the only alternative but the <laughs> I, would, I should say the worst alternative to that is uh when people's bios just say i'm bad at bios yeah idiot we all are bad at bios it's not fun it's not good but everyone's still trying their best to you know put some bullshit out there like, yeah, you i can mean give a little more effort that's one of those things where it's like that might be funny but like what do you even say to that like how do you like do you match with that person and be like haha i also suck at like talking about myself like where do you go from there <laughs> i feel like it's also frustrating in that if you don't have anything to say in your bio and you just say sorry bad at bios you can get away with that if you're like super hot but none of the super hot people feel like they have to say that. So yeah. it's kind of, you're just kind of screwing yourself doubly, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got one final point that's really not, um, 
we, we just continually are like on this slippery ski slope of sliding into worse and worse, like more inappropriate <laughs> topics as the show progresses. And this one is no exception. I mean, every episode is, is worse than the last. I've already dropped, I think, two F-bombs in this episode, and we like try to maintain like a zero F-bomb policy on the show. So we're like way ahead of, our, of the game on this one. But somebody yesterday had in their Tindo bo- Tinder bio... Uh, <laughs> uh, swipe left if you're uncircumcised. You nasty. <laughs> I'm like, how what? Like, how many bad experiences have you had to where you're now like <laughs> banning all like, you uncircumcised? Know what? Not gentlemen. even giving it a shot. Just get like, out. I of won't here. even like any individual with this physical characteristic is immediately eliminated from all consideration instantly. <laughs> and like. I feel like that's I you know I'm not going to I'm not going to elaborate on on which side of the table I fall on that particular <laughs> argument but I will say one thing okay that's a bridge too far for me but I will say one thing um I feel like that's kind of a negative stereotype about uncircumcised men like I I don't mm-hmm. know why like seems like a weird thing to call out that's all I'm saying that that's but, that's uh, such an aggressive thing to to have on your bio like that's like Man, that's a great... I mean, it's just... <laughs> like, let, let's call it what it is. That's saying on your bio, like, let me tell you what I look for in a penis. That's just... Yeah, right. That's so aggressive. <laughs> I I can't even... I struggle to even think of an equivalent. And if I were to think of one, from my perspective, it would not be something I think I could say aloud on the show, despite what we've Agreed. already discussed. So, uh, um, You know, I, I have just a really brief hinge binge, also, mm-hmm. to add. Um... Is, is that someone who liked, they gave me a rose on Hinge recently, and, and, oh, and wow. I, I'm not, do, do you know what that means, like, we're like... Well, it's, I, it's, I've, I've heard rumors, but I've never <laughs> been blessed with such a gift. Well, Hinge has some new feature where, like, you can give someone a rose, and then, like, you rise to the top of their likes, and they have to either respond or, um like, d- dislike, or what X, swipe left, whatever you call it. Before it's like holding somebody it. hostage. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and a couple things. Uh, th- I'm I'm not here to talk shit about people, but I'm gonna t- I'm gonna just bring up two things that puzzled me on this profile. Um, for one, they say what I order for the table is red wine mixed with Dr Pepper. <laughs> I just want, I, have you ever heard someone say that they they drink not only drink but order in public red wine with dr pepper is that is that a typical thing I, I have two comments the first comment is that sounds like some sort of like hick ass recipe from like deep east texas <laughs> yeah it sure does <laughs> um and the second thing is it sounds awful and you know i'd try that shit you I, know i'd give that a go <laughs> i was actually about to say that is like it sounds terrible but i i would probably try it um, i mean if like that's just such a bonkers ass mixology recipe that i would give that I would give that the old college try, I think. And I would probably hate it, but I, I love, I mean, I'm all about new experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing about this profile is now I want to make something clear is that I, 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 I think it's fi- fine if people who have kids are on dating profiles. I like, I'm not saying that people who already have children shouldn't be on here. Like, that's fine. Like if you, if you, aren't matched up with someone you have a kid you shouldn't be excluded from being able to match however i thought it was a really bold choice that over half of their pictures were pregnancy pictures 
Mm. I that don't, is a bold. That is a very I bold choice. I don't know if this person is currently pregnant, um, but okay, I guess not over half. Two of them are, but just the fact that two of them are them showing off their their the fact that they're pregnant. I just thought was really interesting because, like, n- normally, I like I said, it's fine that you have kids or on a dating app. Like, that's it's great that you're trying to meet people, but like to be like, hey, look, I'm currently pregnant is just so aggressive to me i don't know (laughs) so that's the kind of person that hands out roses on on hinge okay good to know i don't want to fall into that category so i'll stay away from that particular entrapment (laughs) i feel like red wine and dr pepper is like the uncircumcised dick of drinks (laughs) like it sounds nasty but i don't who am i to who am i to judge maybe it's not as bad as it sounds Maybe we shouldn't all be so judgmental up front. This is one of the weirdest metaphors I've ever heard in my life. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, like someone's like, oh, like, do you, <laughs> someone's like, hey, do, do you, do you, have you ever had red wine with Dr. Pepper? It's actually pretty good. And you're like, no, I haven't. Like, could you describe it to me? And they're like, let me see. <laughs> have you ever seen an uncircumcised penis? <laughs> it's kind of like, so, okay, let me, let's, let's start back a little bit. It's kind of like an uncircumcised penis. Have you ever had one? <laughs> oh, man. I, the more confident I am that no one I know is ever going to hear this because no one gives a shit about anything that I ever do makes me a little more... Uh, gives me a little more freedom to say whatever I want to, and, and we have a lot of fun when that, that happens. So I'm okay with this outcome. You know, th- this topic coming up just reminds me that my parents know I do this show, because mm. I used mm. to record it at home, and I'd be like, hey, don't come up here while I'm recording. Uh, but <laughs> to my knowledge, they've never listened, but it would be just my luck that this would be the episode they'd listen to, uh, and th- that would be very <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> well, if, if, if you, as long as you insert that little disclaimer into every episode we do and say, like, God, Mom, I, Mom and Dad, I promise this is the worst one yet in every <laughs> single episode, assuming they're only going to listen to one, and then be so revolted they'll never turn it on again, then I think you're safe. <laughs> I think so, Something too. to aspire to. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right before we recorded also, I so I, I was just noticing that I currently smell like uh, like alcohol and, and Dr. Pepper, and that's because right before we started recording oh, this, right. I actually <laughs> spilled an entire mixed drink on myself. Uh, and so <laughs> we tried to start recording like an hour ago. And I, I had this, I have a Yeti, um, that somehow weirdly feels like a brag. I I don't know why, but I have a Yeti and, and I filled it with, uh, rum and Dr. Pepper. And, and I, I, I was holding it by the lid and I dropped the entire thing and it spilled all over the wall, all over a door and all over my pants. And, you know, I meant to change my pants before we started recording, but here we are. I can, I can see the Dr. Pepper and rum hardening around my ankle where it uh, soaked into the jean. Uh, and I just wanted to bring up that. 100% jean filtered rum. Nobody does it like Bacardi does. What kind of rum are you talking though? For real though. It's a Captain Morgan spiced rum. Oh, sp- spiced rum and Dr. Pepper. Uh, white rum or aged rum, Dr. Pepper and lime juice. A Cuba Libre, as they call it. In the cocktail industry, mm. um, 
is like the circumcised penis of cocktails. <laughs> no, it's actually a very good. It's a very good cocktail. It's a very. It's one of the easiest cocktails you can make, and it's very good. So, um, be on the lookout for that next time you uh, visit an island. Um, yeah, something about spiced rum just reminds me of college. I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I uh, I actually am recording from a new studio today. Oh. Is that right? So I don't know if the audio quality is going to sound different. I expect it's going to sound worse, unfortunately, because <laughs> I get a lot of echo. But I'm in my second bedroom in my new house. I just oh. moved out. I spent about a week in uh, my new house. Uh, and I got an office now. So I'm in my office recording, um, which is very exciting. That's so exciting. it's coming at you live from a brand new studio setup. Wow. That's, that sounds incredible. Uh, is, you said the acoustics are very echoey. I mean, I can't hear it on my end, but I'm... Sure, I'm concerned. I'm concerned that they will be echoey, and I now have the same situation. I can relate to your circumstance, Paul, where the air conditioner is immediately outside of the window of this office, so mm-hmm. I have to turn off my AC before I record. There is a very nice fan in here, that uh, a ceiling fan that should eliminate any uh, temperature issues, and also it's a nice day today, so I don't have to worry about it. But that was a, f- a feature that I didn't expect when I first moved in. But we're all resolved on the on the background noise front. Just wanted to kind of brag and say and announce that finally, after you know episodes ago, I announced getting a house. I am now in this house, and I am now fully moved in, and that feels good. Well, congratulations. That's it, it's been a long time coming. We've kind of been following along on uh, the podcast. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the house at some point. I'm inviting myself there. Yeah, you're gonna have to come over. I meant to text you actually and say that, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll do it now in front of everybody. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna wait till I get my COVID test back, and then maybe I'll I'll head over there. Uh, <laughs> which is... is that anything you care to elaborate on, or are we just gonna let that <laughs> let that linger out there? I'll you know I'll 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 I'll, I'll go and address it. Um, so uh, I I filmed someone a few days ago who ended up. Well, I say a few days ago. I mean like a week ago. Uh, who ended up testing positive for COVID, and I don't think it they they contact traced. And it was like after the shoot, and it was like a week ago. I haven't experienced any symptoms, but I learned about that today, and I tested and isolated myself. I'm waiting on that, but and, and I haven't had any symptoms, so I'm sure I'm fine. But uh, for for all I know, maybe I'm infected. So that's really exciting. I found out like on election day that I might have COVID. So really, yeah. Well, hang times. in there, man. Uh, I, I guess it's probably necessary to specify that uh, you don't just go around filming people. It's a hobby. This is your career. No, so <laughs> yeah, it is. You didn't say that. So you have to. I mean, you're yeah, getting paid also, to do so. Yeah. And also for what it's in case there's any people out there very concerned about my health. I, I never like came into direct contact with this person. I was distanced from them. Like I'm I'm so confident I'm fine, but I have an abundance of caution. I tested myself uh, today at a CVS pharmacy. And, uh, you know, I've heard a lot of people saying the test sucks. It, it wasn't that bad. You just stick no, it's not too bad. I've done it before up your nose. It maybe you tear up a little. It's not that bad. Uh, I actually kind of liked it because the nurse that was serving oh. me the uh, coronavirus test was fairly attractive. And so nice. I kind of like to display that like, yes, I'm capable of, of presenting emotions and I'm not afraid to cry in front of you. <laughs> And also, I'm capable of sticking long objects into my nostril if you're into that for some reason. <laughs> Man. Anyway, call me. You have my uh, medical information and social security number, so feel free to call me. <laughs> no, it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's a little bit overhyped as how bad it is. Yeah, I've, I, heard, I wouldn't a, yeah, I've be heard a lot of people it. saying that, like, oh, they like touch your brain with a Q-tip. It's not. It's not quite that bad. Like, it's it's fine. <laughs> um, 
But anyways, that, <laughs> I don't even remember how this came up. Oh, that just that I'm going to wait to go to your house until I get my results back. But Correct. Uh, Paul, it, yeah, let's do it. It's it's time. The it clock sure, is ticking. It, and it it's sure time. is. <laughs> Uh, and it's also my turn to go first. Oh, um, okay. Uh, today, I've, I've I've done the research. I've I got a new studio. I got a new outlook on life. It's uh, wow. It's all new me, and uh, and I and from that I know that it's my turn to go first. And we're gonna say um, that today we're talking about uh, that I'm talking about uh, how much I hate school zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I moved houses, as I've mentioned, and my house is so close to where I used to live already. Because I didn't really want to find a new grocery store or a new route to work, <laughs> um, as, as I think I've said before, and I maintained all that. But my route changed by two streets, so I'm like, I basically have to take two additional streets to get back onto my usual commute to work, and that has introduced two new school zones on my on my okay. drive. And uh, I pretty I'm pretty anti school zone. I understand their purpose, um, obviously, to protect children from reckless drivers. Um, if your kid dies due to an automobile accident in a school zone, that's natural selection. Sounds like a kid to me. Yeah, right. (laughs) You should, you should either, it's either bad parenting or bad kid. You should instill (laughs) in your child that you shouldn't get in the road. Um, and that's why I'm proposing a new movement where crossing guards wear like the juggernaut suits from Call of Duty. <laughs> where it's just like, I, I think we should have the opposite. And it would really teach like children um, a lot of life lessons. Like, so I, I basically what I'm proposing here is rather than school zones force you to slow down, school zones become like the purge zones where you can drive <laughs> like as fast as you want to. It's like the Autobahn for they've like got, the in fact, they've 100 speed, yards. They have speed minimums. Like, yeah, by right. The, like by the time must... you enter the zone, you must reach sixty miles per hour. Yeah, right. And then, like I said, crossing guards either the job is eliminated completely, and our community's elderly have no no way to have an income, or we we make them wear like Call of Duty juggernaut suits or like drive <laughs> monster trucks or something. And then that way, or we just like abolish the police and just make all crossing guards the police and just get the only enforcement agency we have in the United States is just like the U S Marshals service in form of the crossing guards which is a bunch of like 80 year old women and men who have like pistols and monster trucks. And, and uh, I yes. think that way we kind of instill a level, a degree of caution in our youth that's going to last through the rest of their lives. I've, to me, I feel like that's a good idea. And I think we could, I, I don't like this coddling, this participation trophy culture that we have in America today where kids are expected to not die at crosswalks <laughs> on their way to school every day. To yeah. me, it's kind of bullshit. And I don't like this like babying that we're doing of, our, of the next generation. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, my, my animosity towards school zones really began when, as a teenager, I got a ticket for driving like something like 28 miles per hour in a 20 mile per hour school zone to my own school. And it was, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, are you protecting me from myself? Like I, I am the student. Like, why, why are you pulling me over? Mr. Motorcycle cop. Um, I've been offended ever since, frankly, because I was a honestly for chicken. For real though, high schools should not have school zones. Like you're 14 years old. You, you know, to not jump in front of a car, you know that. 
but then again, maybe the maybe the reasoning is not from like an individual's mistake, but rather like in high school, I find it probably a lot more likely in middle school, especially to where maybe someone a particularly short-sighted bully might shove a kid into the street in mm, front of a moving car. Yeah. In which case, maybe that's why these uh, adult places. I feel like it's all or nothing, right? You either put school zones for uh, universities at this point, <laughs> like. I, I I don't know. I'm pretty anti school zone. Um, I think I think uh, if a kid dies because they jumped out in front of a moving car, they should have known better. That's just I mean mm. they should have known. It's it's it should have been obvious. So that you get what you you you, know, you get what you get right. <laughs> That's life. I, I for the life of me I can't think of any other any other thing to bring up about school zones other than I wish that more kids died in them. I guess is like the only Woo! point that I had to say. Episode fifty three is a bold one, man. <laughs> we got a lot. We're talking about a lot. We're talking about dead children. We're talking about um, surgical procedures on the male genitalia. <laughs> no, all bets are off. This is the one that your mom is going to listen to, isn't it? Yeah, th- yeah, it sure is. This is not all bad. Unchained, everybody. I hope I hope you're revved up and ready to go, man. Yeah, I'd just like to apologize to Paul's parents for <laughs> everything that I've said on this episode. I'm really a nice individual. <laughs> I like to think. You know, I like to think so too. I, I I hope that this is the one they're listening to, and that this is this is a great first impression of you, you Zach, and of the show, and of me. <laughs> yeah. Do you think first? Yeah, your first impression of your parents. Do you think? Um, what do you think the police officers in school zones do when they're just like monitoring the school zone? They're just like, I mean, they all have laptops in their car. Are they just watching YouTube? <laughs> Or do you think they're actively monitoring speed? Because well, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. I don't think I've ever hit a school zone at the speed limit. I'm always like, I'm like, so the the road may be 35 and then the school zone's 20. I'm hitting that line at like 30 to 35 and then I'll hit the brakes. Yeah. And, and then by the time I'm halfway through the school zone, then maybe I'm going the appropriate speed. And then I, I start to speed up again before the school zone's over. Uh, it's worked for me so far. I've never been, I've never been arrested or shot or, or pulled over or anything. So, and I've never hit a kid or uh, a juggernaut crossing guard. So um, I feel like the strategy plays out. I don't know if they're really monitoring it or they're just kind of chilling in their car, like Skyping their coworkers or something. I, I like to imagine they're Skyping their coworkers. <clears throat> I, I take them very carefully. I apparently take it to work because after I received that one as a high schooler, I take them very carefully. But what's really annoying for me is that at the house I rent right now, we, I, I, I'm very close to a school. Like I can see when I leave my front door, I can see the school. Like it's very close. Um, wow. They let people like you move that close, huh? <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was <laughs> really, really pulling out all the stops. And it's not true. That's but, the joke. but here's the thing. Cor- coronavirus is happening. And in this school, to my knowledge, is not in session. At least it wasn't like a few. I know for a fact it was not in session a few months ago. And mm-hmm. they still have like the school zone, like lights and stuff, like on a schedule to like tell you to slow down. It's frustrating for me because there, there's no there's no kids here. No, no yeah, one is going in and out of that school. I don't understand why I have to slow down. Um, I'm I'm just trying to get. First of all, if I'm going to work, I'm probably already late, and I, I, I need every every second I can get to not get fired. Um, <laughs> that's only partially true, 
But nonetheless, <laughs> going through the school zone, there's no kids. Why, why is it still a school zone? I, I don't understand. Um, if I was a police officer that had to monitor a school zone, I think I would just park my car on the median or whatever they do and then leave. Because <laughs> the empty car with the sirens on is, or even off, just an empty car just sitting there mm-hmm. is just as effective as a full car. Assuming, you know, eventually the, the commuters are going to catch on. That's why every other day you should vary the location of the car. You move yeah. a car yeah. to like the other side of the school zone or something. And that way um, you can just leave it indefinitely. If you just like crop rotate your, your <laughs> where you park your car uh, and just leave it empty, you that's basically like a four hour breakfast break that you get as a police officer, I feel like. So I, I would really, I think that's what I would do. Yeah, I, I, I really think that I, that seems like such a frustrating job to even have is just sit in a school zone and watch people drive exceptionally slow. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Well, I mean, that's all I had to say, really. Um, okay. I think I've made my stance abundantly clear. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, uh, th- so th- so what I'm here to talk about today, Zach, is that uh, is rats, because we've 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 got a we've got a rat problem at my office. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> God, that sucks. Zach, have you ever seen like a, a a rabid rat in person? I have never seen a rat ever in real life. And thank Ooh. God for that. Well, let me tell you, rats kind of suck. Um, so you know what? I to get ready for this. I rant, basically we'll... imagine I basically picture like a Pokemon when I think of rats. <laughs> like I think of something that like weighs like the size of a bowling ball. To me, a mouse is, like, cute but gross to find. And then a rat is, like, a monstrosity mm-hmm. is basically what I picture. Oh, yeah. I... Cracking a cold one. <sighs> Sorry, I had, to, I had to open crack a cold one real quick. <clears throat> so, here's it, I feel like it... I feel like it uh, reduces the effect of the sound effect if you have to if you have to read like preempt the sound effect with what the sound effect is going to say. <laughs> you know that's fair. Maybe I'm overcompensating here. Uh, <laughs> but so at my office recently, so 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 my office has some outdoor facing windows, and we're next to a restaurant. And so one of the waitstaff at the restaurant claimed that they saw a a rat in our window and we were like that's a problem so we set out some traps just preemptively and naturally at my desk uh the next day was a dead rat with its its neck snapped in the trap which is really oh, cool god that's <laughs> really <laughs> what a way to go uh yeah <clears throat> and here's the thing we've since caught another rat and also w- another alive rat was spotted yesterday in the office climbing on the wall. Uh, my boss went in with <laughs> like a metal stand and just smashed it. You know, oh. this is, Oh God, it feels like an all out war. And, and here's the thing. The issue to me is that rats are actually smart. Like there's a reason that so many tests for different, um, like, like, there's lots of different medical things tested in, like, makeup and different stuff tested on rats. And the reason is that, like, 
rats are like surprisingly close to us in like behavior and um i think genetics or some some bullshit like that and, and the it's, okay. it's almost alarming <laughs> done your research huh <laughs> i sure i sure did uh and so it's kind of alarming that there i have reason to believe that there might be just like a a few days later i also watched ratatouille and that just has me convinced that there's a colony of rats living near my office and it's alarming they're they're kind of gross probably true yeah um and it's it's pretty alarming i i just i've i've in the past on this show talked about how cockroaches are the worst because I've actually had yeah. cockroaches on my desk I'm... and crawl across my hand while I typed. So that was one of the worst days of my life. I th- I thought apparently, but n- you know now the the stakes have been raised. I'm convinced that one of these days a rat is going to crawl across my desk uh, while I'm working there. Uh, things are looking dire, Zach. I was going to ask you about the um, about the cockroach because I know you've brought that up before and I know you've mentioned the restaurant that's next to your establishment <laughs> of work uh, having a cockroach infestation. And uh, now that I'm aware that you both are dealing with rats and cockroaches, <laughs> is this going to be, first of all, never, ever eat at this. I know it's a sushi place. Never <laughs> eat at this sushi place again. Um, <clears throat> I uh, Second of all, do you think there's like an old lady that swallowed the fly situation where you're, you've introduced rats into the ecosystem to consume the cockroaches and then now you need to bring in like coyotes or something to eat the rats and then eventually you're going to have like um elephants or something or <laughs> perhaps just an old lady you know, who I'm, eats the horse i'm glad you brought this up because i was actually going to ask <laughs> what solutions you had in mind i was kind of thinking an office cat maybe just like a, in a, some kind of cat that just has a thirst for blood Cause, cause i actually I, think that would be very effective like i i legitimately do too the issue with cats is that they will bring you uh the results of their hunt as like a a trophy like to present to you i don't really want a cat bringing me a rat um that sounds disgusting um but nonetheless i'm kind of thinking an office cat might be a good option um (laughs) Um, well the alternative at this point is either going to be like um the office cat's going to bring you a rat or a live rat is going to run after a live cockroach on your desk. <laughs> so imagine which one you'd rather deal with. I think you've got to go with the live cat. And plus when the cat is not going to bring you a dead rat, every other time is probably going to be a, a, an adorable companion, which should, you know, credit some benefit back into the cat's favor. That's true. That's true. You know, that's actually something that I've thought about recently is that I, I, I house sat for someone recently and they had a cat and, and cats can be great. And, you know, I, I'm really starting to see the light on, not that I like, hated cats in the first place, but not only are they friendly companions in some cases, uh, they can also hunt. I, I don't see dogs frequently catching rats, but I do, no. I do hear about cats doing that. And so I'm, I, I'm starting to get open to the idea that I should bring a cat into the office. I, uh, you know what? I don't think that there's a, I, I think that's that I don't think there's a better I can't come up with a joke that's funnier than that is good advice. Like that <laughs> is better advice than any joke I can make. So I feel like that you just gotta go with that. I think that's a good solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I just I, I we we legitimately might be leaving the office soon. Like I think we're looking at other office spaces because it's just I mean, what do you do at that point? Like your food isn't safe. Um 
the, the place, you know, one of the rats ate poison and died underneath the office, and now it smells terrible. Um, there's there's some concerning events going <laughs> oh on God. at my office building, and I I might you know I might not even make it to the next episode. I might die from a rat eating me or something. Who knows? Well, the bubonic plague, probably. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm assuming that this current virus originated with the rats at my office. Like all all things considered, you know. Well, stay strong. Um, hang in there. I, that is absolutely foul. That is just revolting. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. <laughs> I you know I brought up pests in the past and I'm gonna bring I'm bringing them up again today because I I've decided that they really are even worse than you could even imagine. <laughs> wow. Well, on that dour note, um, <laughs> how how about so? Okay, listen, let's do a okay. random rant. What? Let's do it. And I, we were like bone dry on random rants. <laughs> um, yeah. We ran out last episode and I didn't even realize. So I asked people on Twitter to submit some and uh, our lovely fans did nothing in response <laughs> and, su- and submitted nothing at all. They submitted zero. So then I uh, got on Twitter again yesterday and I said, if you submit random rants, I will pay the first person who submits five random rants uh, to our show $5 on Venmo. Uh, so Riley came through and like almost immediately DM'd me uh, five random rant ideas on Twitter, um, really put in the legwork. So I, I, he, he won the $5. So shouts (laughs) to Riley. Um, we also got a couple, uh, from Amy and, uh, Alex who, who admittedly did not want the money because they said they couldn't think of five. So, but they provided one or two each, uh, and those have been added to the list free of charge. So we we're locked and loaded now with seven, random rant ideas but i will say that that's uh last batch we had 13 and i believe we i mean because we churn through episodes so slowly um and we only do one of these per episode that i think we've only had like four uh lists of random rant ideas and this would be like the fourth or fifth so seven will last us a good long while but i would say that um the more the merrier and and i would really encourage um everyone because there are, you know, it would be fun in the future to just kind of rapid fire some topics off. We've discussed that in the past and we did it on episode 23, the drunk <laughs> episode. So just something to keep in mind, uh, you know, uh, we would love to have, uh, to have, uh, you guys submit more and that's the nature of random rants, right? Is that they're random. So just because you submit the 25th or the second, you're just as likely to, uh, have yours up, come up on the next episode. So, um, uh, Consider doing so. You can do that by emailing us uh, at notallbadshow at gmail.com with the subject line random rant idea. And you can put as much exposition or as little exposition as you want. You can just say one topic, one word, one topic in the email, or you can write a whole story about it. Um, Either one's fine with me. But yeah, let's get some of those submissions going. That'd be great. And then also, um, if you can't remember the email, you can just DM us on Twitter and that'll that'll work out just fine. So um, Mm yeah. Yeah, but now we have seven, uh, which I'm I'm very appreciative of. Um, and I'd love to uh, jump in here with uh, okay, the seventh one comes up on the list. Uh, this is one of the ones that Amy submitted. She asks, "Why are man buns called man buns instead of just buns? Woman buns aren't called woman buns. Also, bun is a weird word." Um. That is, I mean, honestly, I feel like the whole argument is just laid out there right for all to see. I couldn't, uh, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Is there any example of like, 
if a woman got a traditionally male haircut, would you call that like a, oh, she has like a dude hawk or something? <clears throat> or like or a, a man or, buzz. You know what I mean? Like a, a man buzz or like a man mullet. I don't think there is. Hmm. I think, I think if a woman were to get a mullet, first of all, hot. Second of all, <laughs> you just call that a mullet, right? Yeah. You know, I think this topic generally speaks to our sexist culture. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to jump into that quite today. Uh, but That's that- tomorrow. That's next episode. <laughs> oh, episode 50, fellas. You, you, you better be ready. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. What would you uh, open up there, Zach? Uh, an ice cold Coors Light. The mountains are blue, baby. Let's oh, ride. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am so mad that that marketing... Oh, shit. Oh, what's up? <laughs> I just spilt it all over myself. I ice cold <laughs> right down the shirt. <laughs> I hate God that damn it. as a kid when I'd see the... like the when, you, when the mountains are blue, you know it's ready. Like that marketing. I was like, that, that sounds cool as hell. Like as a kid, I was so into that. Not I don't even drink Coors now, so... Uh, if we have any Coors marketing executives listening now, like, I'm sorry, it didn't work on me. But, man, back when you were a kid, you would just slam those puppies. 12, yeah. 13, you would just throw them back. Oh, yeah, you'd, you'd hear, during the NFL primetime, you'd hear that Love Train commercial, uh, the song Love Train coming up. You knew you were going to see something <laughs> Oh, <else>. wow, yes. <laughs> I do remember that commercial, actually. <laughs> I kind of like those. I did, too. <laughs> but, uh, man buns. You know, my main complaint is that I've tried it a couple times, the man bun, and my, my hair is never quite long enough. And I, I enjoy getting haircuts too much uh, to actually grow up my hair enough to have a bun, like a, tr- a truly good bun. Um, but but that, that's a good point. I, I, I don't know. Is it with disdain that we label it a man bun? Do we dislike the men who get buns? Is that is that the issue? Yes, I think it's a pejorative. I do think it's kind of like a, a negative connotation. I think I, w- I would say that's a fair assessment. Yeah, my hair is long enough. I I think I could probably, I could get close to putting it in a man bun. I think. I I think I think I have the length to to make that happen. I I would like to see it, but uh, <laughs> you know, buns are just kind of generally convenient though, because like if your hair is long enough to be able to be in a bun, then then odds are that. You, you have enough hair that for certain activities, whether they be like exercise or whatever, is just more convenient and, and practical for you to put your hair in a bun. And, and I don't see why we've got to consider that a pejorative. Like, lawn, lawn hair is great. Like, more power to you. Yeah, it's got a very intense connotation with like the type of person that would do that, I think. I, you know, I, the, what do you picture when you, when you hear the, the phrase man bun? I feel like literally I, Russell Brand. Just only you Russell know? Brand. <laughs> I, I see different variations of him. That is such a good point. Um, I see just like a man at a coffee house in Seattle uh, typing away at his screenplay. That's that's what I see when I picture man bun. That That's what I see, and the man is Russell Brand. <laughs> um, Do you ever have those words? Because she said uh, bun is a weird word. And let's see, bun. one, two, three four five six she she drops the word bun six times in uh what she submitted to us do you think that like to me that's such like a fun fleeting moment is when you say a word so many times it loses all meaning and it doesn't even sound like you're speaking english anymore last word that that happened to me was bowl b-o-l-w 
Uh, I said bowl so many times that it just I it was like I was speaking gibberish. Like I was I was yeah. like a character in The Sims. And uh, <laughs> I love when that happens because it can happen with anything. It can happen with like hacksaw, hacksaw, hack. Oh, what hacksaw? Is that a word? Hang on. And then you kind of lose all like grasp on your own native language, and and then like give it thirty seconds. And then your brain's like, it's something switches. And then it's like, okay, wait, hang on bowl. Yes. That is something that I've, I've always known it's ever since I learned the English language as an, uh, an infant, like I now register the word bowl. And for that fleeting, like minute and a half, it, it was wiped from my memory and then it returned in full force. And it was as if it would never left. Like there's no reclaiming that feeling and you can't mm-hmm. just sit there and you can't just like force it. And you can't say like textbook textbook like over and over again until it means nothing you have to like just stumble upon that circumstance and i i love that Mm -hmm. that's that's always a fun thing that can be alarming the the word that happened to me most recently was the word compass um some people say compass and i i can't really tell them they're wrong is it compass is it compass i don't really know i didn't Um, know there was like a distinction but you're right it is i do say compass i say like you say it yeah but I've heard people say compass and I like my first instinct is to be like, look at that idiot saying compass. But then I'm like, you know, it kind of is spelled like that. And then you think it is about how it, it's spelled. Yeah. It starts to bother you. You know, so I feel like I almost had this happen to me with the word circumcised. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you don't want to dwell on the word circumcised any longer. Oh, you mean you just say it enough times like, you know, maybe uh, maybe it loses all meaning. I don't know. And I've said I've, I've really approached that. Thing. Um, so, so my question with bun is, is there's a certain motion that occurs when you're creating a bun out of hair. Is that, does that, res, is that the result of, is that what you do with bread? Like, like, you know what I'm talking about where you like kind of wrap it around itself? Like, do you use dough? Do you wrap dough that way in order to create a bun? I've never made a bun, nor have I made... I mean, I've never made a you hair know, bun or a bread bun. bun is really starting to bother me. There's, like, hamburger yeah. buns, but now if I if I don't imagine it as being, like, connected to hamburger, I just remember... Imagine bun. I'm kind of bu- bothered. Bu- I almost said bun-thered. I'm, I'm losing my, my mind. Um, <laughs> do you feel do, do you feel bun-thered if your hamburger comes without sesame seeds on the top bun? Does that upset you? Or does that, does that even, like, register... Are you like a pro or anti sesame seed? Let's really, I know we were joking earlier about the election, but let's really get into the politics of America right now. Are you going to, are you going to say you're pro or anti sesame seed buns? You know, I feel like I'm not really educated on the issue here. Um, Yeah, right. I, you know, I feel like if if a sesame seed is going to be there, I feel like I kind of appreciate it, but I still feel like, in general, the higher quality hamburger buns I've had in the past have not had sesame seeds, I, I'm afraid to say. Right. I wonder how that trend started. Like, like that doesn't add anything. It barely even adds texture. It's like somebody could have said, <laughs> like, I'm just going to sprinkle some, like, I, so here, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Here, welcome to my new burger joint. Welcome to... Uh, <laughs> Zach's bur- Zach's uh, burger joint. I really wish I could have thought of a better name on the spot than that, but that's what we're working with here. Zach's burger joint. I have two batches of buns I've made, but one is from yesterday, and I left it out 
because um, the burger game is really hard, and I uh, started drinking at six thirty p.m. after the like during the dinner shift, and I passed out in my apron because um, it's really hard to keep a restaurant afloat during COVID. Sure. And so I forgot to put the first batch of buns from yesterday into the fridge, and now everything is all uh, crusty and crumbly and stale. So I took my second batch of burger buns, and I just like crouton crumbled the first batch of burger buns over the second batch to put a bunch of breadcrumbs on top of the, the good bread because I don't want to waste bread. Like you might, That's the sesame seed approach. That's the same thing. And then here, I'm serving this to you. Here's bread on your bread. Here's a little crunchy bread on your soft bread so you can have a good bun experience. I don't know why. I, it, honestly, because I'm pro sesame seed typically, I don't really have too much of a hardline stance. But to me, that sounds kind of good. Like I would, I would try that. I, I think I'd be down for a little crunchy bread on soft bread action with my burger. That honestly sounds pretty good to me. I I don't know. I feel like with food, I'm often drawn to novelty or like uh, un, like the combinations I haven't seen before. And so some, I feel like I do err on the side of like if I were to have to choose a sesame seed because it's just like, oh, that's something extra. But it adds to it. I feel the same way about what you just described with the breadcrumbs. I guess if you go to... Um kind of like a if it's not like a fast food place most of the non-fast food burgers don't have sesame seeds now that mm-hmm. i'm thinking about it it's kind of like a appeal to the lower class or something mm-hmm. interesting um i'm sure that that answer could be <laughs> bestowed on us with such ease with the google machine right in front of me but i refuse to look it up i'm not interested in the real answer i want to live in this fantasy world where uh the sesame seed contain some sort of mystical significance in my burger experience. Uh, that's all I think that I have to say about <laughs> buns or man buns or burger buns or sesame seeds. Um, but I would like to say thank you, Amy, for submitting yes, your you. random rant in a timely manner. Uh, we were desperate for him on the show today and you got it in along with Riley and Alex. So I appreciate it. Random rant. Uh, as your uh, random rent ideas, your subject line to the email, not all bad show at gmail.com. We'll get yours on the show as well. Uh, let's move on to the positive rants, Paul. Yeah, let's do it. I believe that I'm up first, right? I would agree with that. Yeah. So Zach, I'm, you can, please cut this out. I really thought that one would come to me by the time the show happened. And I did not think of one. I really, I really don't want to cut this, <laughs> cut this out. <laughs> I think it's very funny. Is it though? Is me being just entirely unprepared of being like, I'm sure I could be a positive person by the time it comes my turn. Is that funny? <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I mean, I do that all the time. So yeah, I, I, so. I, I, was, I mean, I think, I, I think this <laughs> at least, I mean, we're marching towards an hour long here. Cause we talked so much about penises and burger buns <laughs> that I think that, uh, we can afford to not have a, a one of your positive rants in the true. show, especially with the addition of if we keep this cut content in the show right now, I think that's going to buy us some time. So the, the longer you want to talk about how we should cut this out and how I don't want to, I'm happy to have that discussion. That, but ultimately, fair. I want to leave I, it in. You know, I almost as a joke, I was going to be like, you know, I'm just so thankful that we're so united as a nation and that like no matter how this election goes tonight, that we're all just going to be so happy with the result. But that almost 
even even as a sarcastic thing seemed so dark and depressing. <laughs> right. I really I would say that that up. made me feel worse. Actively made me feel worse. I would say. <laughs> Yeah, that's like really depressing. That's why I didn't bring it up, but now I have brought it up, and so now my positive rant is like almost objectively more depressing and negative than my negative rant. Um, boy. Um. Oh, hey, here's a thing. Oh, yeah. How about I just gift you, Paul? How about I just like throw one your way? <laughs> I'll do. toss one your way, and if you feel like catching it, feel free to catch it, or you can just let it by. Okay. Uh, and the runner will advance to second. How okay. do you feel about? And almost, this is kind of such a good one that I really don't want to give it away for free, but I'll, I'll give it away for free because wow. in the interest of unity in the nation, you can have it. This one just it came to me as an inspiration. Let's discuss Domino's Pizza Tracker. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to, I mean, I want you to give your initial thoughts because uh, it's your topic. You're the one who brought it to the show today, <laughs> not me. So, so, <laughs> so first of all, in regard to Domino's Pizza Tracker, I actually kn- knew someone in college who worked at Domino's Pizza, and according to her, the tracker is more accurate than you would think. Like, they're not just full of shit. They're not just, like, making up where your pizza is in the process. Like, apparently, it actually is really accurate to where it is. Um, so, with that out of the way, I, I feel like I should say I love it because I actually appreciate that, like, depending on where I live, if I'm picking up, which I usually do pick up my pizza – it it's nice to know, like it's nice to know once they've actually put in the oven, and if you live close, that's a good time to leave because you usually get there like right as it's ready for them to give it to you, right? Um, hot and fresh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I actually, I'm a big fan of accurate tracking in general as a consumer, whether that be like Amazon packages where they tell you like the exact window it's going to arrive, or whether that's your pizza when you know exactly what it's baking, whether when they're quality checking it. I I'm a sucker for that stuff. And that does make me more likely to buy from a place like Domino's because they'll like let me track that. I feel like this kind of changed the pizza delivery game in a little bit, a little bit of a way. Because mm-hmm. I think Domino's is the first, um, first establishment to run this game, and to be able to kind of like live watch your pizza being fabricated um, brought a sense of excitement to the pizza delivery experience that was absent before. Like previously, it was just in the dark ages. It was just a shot in the dark. You order the pizza, and you have no clue when it's going to arrive. Yeah. Okay. Um. And much worse, you were forced to order the pizza via a phone call, mm. which we've discussed before is like the worst Miserable. alternative to anything. Yeah. yeah. So ultimately, I think that this kind of ushered in a new, technologically innovative pizza experience, which, by the way, is my favorite ride at Disney World. <laughs> um. So I think I, I, I kind of changed the game. I'm, I'm pretty pro, I'm, I'm, I'm resolutely pro Domino's Pizza Tracker. In fact, I would demolish a Domino's Pizza right this instant. I, I'm not even kidding you bringing this up. Uh, excuse me. I brought this up as my topic, and now that we're talking <laughs> about this, right? Uh, I like actually might order one, like a Domino's Pizza, both because I would like to track it and because I haven't had dinner and I'm starving. Yeah, I'm super hungry too. But I'm, I'm pigeonholed because... Uh, I spent the last two weeks eating fast food for every single meal because I didn't have a fridge or a stove or anything. Yeah. And uh, now I finally cooked my first homemade meal in the house last night, so I, I have no choice but to eat it. But, I, oh, God, do I want a Domino's pizza right now. Oh, my God, do I want a Domino's pizza. Well, I, well, I will update you about the tracker and brag to you about how great it is once it arrives. Let me know. Your, I mean, your happiness is, is going to make me a little jealous but a lot happy. So that sacrifice for your, oh, for your favor I'm willing to make. <laughs> I appreciate that. 
Uh, anything else in your extensive list of notes to talk you know, about I, for the I, Domino's I, Pizza Tracker? I prepared tracking? a lot of notes about the Domino's Pizza Tracker, and I, I think I've gone through each of my points that I, I had prepared. So, Great. I, I think you that was a great ahead. topic. Th- thank I you. Really I really like talking about it. I really, uh, I'm glad I brought it up. Um, I want to talk about um, flannels. Oh, okay. Flannel shirts. Um, I uh, had to go to Target last week. I had to get a bunch of stuff for the house. About a house, if you guys didn't know, and I had to get a, a bunch of uh, like stuff, like boring stuff, like trash cans and bath mats and towels and stuff. Mm. And uh, while I was going through the store, um, as you do, I kind of discovered, well, I'm only gonna spend ten thousand dollars. I might as well throw in uh, <laughs> some some clothes as well, right? So, oh yeah, I got a bunch of flannels from Target. Target makes good flannels because I, I bought a few last year. Yeah, I really have my flannel again. game. Yeah, they yeah they hold up real nice. Um, so I, I, I liked uh, the Target flannels a lot, and I, I thought I'd throw some into my cart on the way out the door. Um, prior to paying, of course, I didn't shoplift them. The, the way I phrased that made it sound like I shoplifted them, <laughs> which I did not do, although I could have, and I probably should have. But um, I kind of came to the realization that I'm a huge flannel fanatic, and I don't want it to seem like I'm cheating on Hawaiian shirts, but I would wager that flannels are kind of the Hawaiian shirts of the wintertime. Oh, yeah. And this is not to say that Hawaiian shirts can't be worn at all times of the year because y'all know my dating profile, plural dating profiles, is exclusively Hawaiian shirt based. And I oh, in each one of them I say that Hawaiian shirts should be worn year round. I'm not discounting that. I totally maintain that position. Um, but sometimes you need a little bit more protection from the elements, and a flannel can provide that in a similar, um, like fashion specific. Uh, multicolored button-down arrangement, and so I'm pretty pro. Like I, that's that's. I mean, in general, I think it's a great style choice. Um, the flannel game looks fantastic with my very long auburn hair and beard. Uh, I'm growing my mustache out too, longer than the rest of my beard. So I feel like a real lumberjack going into work. And for the time of year that we're in now, um. I feel like it's a very appropriate style choice. So all in all, just I think it's a great um, addition to my wardrobe. I will say one advantage. I would say overall, I'm you know, I'm picking the Hawaiian shirt in a head-to-head competition every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've already enumerated the, the list of advantages to a Hawaiian shirt, and I'm not here to discount any of that that I've said in the past. I will say that one advantage the flannel has over a Hawaiian shirt is that um, when you wear a Hawaiian shirt, uh, and you, you pretty much have to have it buttoned up, right? Uh, I mean, you know, this is I'm talking like when you're going out to eat. I'm not talking like on a beach. On a beach, unbutton that son of a bitch all the way down. You shouldn't have a button pinned on that Hawaiian shirt. But I'm talking for public consumption uh, in, a, in a public area that's not aquatic theme you're gonna have to have your buttons all the way not all the way but but up right on a hawaiian shirt but with a flannel you can wear an undershirt and have it unbuttoned and the reason you can't do that with hawaiian shirt is because you risk looking even more like a tourist dad um so you got to have some buttons fastened or else you you know you can't do an undershirt with a hawaiian shirt basically or you're going to look like an 80 year old tourist um with a flannel though it offers some versatility to where like, okay, maybe it's not quite as cold today. So now you have the option of like 
your flannel is almost a jacket at this point, and you got the t-shirt on underneath is like your base layer, and that's such a good look. I love the look for that. Um, I love the the versatility it offers, um, and I bought a bunch of undershirts for that exact effect when I was at Target um, last week. And I will say right now, I've got a gray undershirt on, and I've got my favorite uh, navy and white flannel on top as well. So um, I'm true to my word. Uh, I just wanted to give the flannel a little special shout out and say that uh, for all the Hawaiian shirt praise I do on the on the program, and, and for as much as I mean it. Uh, when the weather gets a little cold, you know, I'm going to reach for my, uh, my target brand flannel shirts in the closet. Yeah. I, there's something really unique about the texture of a flannel shirt and you're right. That's versatility. I mean, if it's a little bit warmer outside, you can roll up the sleeves and it becomes like a, even kind of like a nice fall or spring day shirt. Like it fits for a lot of seasons, but like if it's winter, um, it can really function well for like the winter attire. Um, there, there's really a lot of options with it. So I, it's yeah, really a great piece of clothing. You got to play the game cautiously because they'll shrink so aggressively in the yeah. wash and dry that you got to do like a cold wash and hang to dry. Yeah. But if you can, you know, adapt your wardrobe schedule around that philosophy, I think your the benefits are going to pay off uh, tenfold and it's worth the investment. So shout out to target, shout out to the flannel game. Um, I'm here for it. Uh, team flannel hang in there. Uh, winter's coming. Uh, uh, rock those cotton sons of bitches. Um, yeah, so that is going to, uh, conclude the show. I think, uh, our, our, uh, timing worked out really well. I'm glad that we, I'm glad that you had such a good positive topic (laughs) to kind of carry us through. (laughs) And you know, Um, I, I almost want to remind the audience episode 50 is still coming. We haven't forgotten. And, uh, I, I know we've said this every week, but I'm telling you, we got, we got some big things planned so you can, you can really look forward to that. Yeah. I mean, we all like to have fun here. And at this point I want to say that, um, <laughs> the continual postponing is more of a matter of convenience rather than like a matter of intense planning. So don't get your hopes too high. It's going to be a good one. Like, don't get me wrong, but at this point, like three episodes passed and we're kind of still hyping it up. I don't necessarily want to give the impression that this, the past like month and a half has been exclusively, uh, in anticipation of episode 50 where, uh, we've got some <laughs> scheduling things to work out as well. So, um, we're excited for it, but yeah, meter your expectations. I should say, uh, you know, uh- both along with that and in direct contrast, I'm going to tell you, you should really raise your expectations actually. Cause I think, okay, it's, I, I love the energy. <laughs> I, I, I really feel good about it. I, I I'm not going to promise it's next week because I really thought it would be this episode, but, uh, yeah, I thought it might be too, but it, no. it's coming. I promise it's coming. It's, it's, it's in the works. Uh, we got, we, we got a lot of big things planned. We haven't forgotten. Um, in case you've forgotten though, uh, the show can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud, and Google play. Uh, Hey, if you got the time, it would be super cool if you went on iTunes and left a rating and review. Um, or if you, uh, followed us on Spotify, iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever, uh, you can follow us on Twitter as well at not all bad show. Uh, and you can email us, like I mentioned before at not all bad show at gmail.com, send in your random rants there. Um, and, uh, if you like the show today, tell your friends about it, that would be great. And I'd appreciate it. 
if you let your friends know that you liked uh, Not All Bad and told them where you can find it and uh, left a rating and review, that'd all be great. Um, that being said, this has been episode 52. Is that right? I think it's three. 53. It is 53. Okay. I'm, my, uh, my program uh, is out of line with my notes because uh, at some point in linear time, uh, 50, episode 50 has been lost on the time stream. So there's been a disconnect. <laughs> there's been like a disturbance in the force. So uh, this has been episode 53 of Not All Bad. Uh, I'm Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. Thank you.